0: Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website,
1: DrunkWomenSolvenCrime.com.
0: Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
2: solving crime my name's katie wilkins and i'm an author and comedian i'm joined by screenwriter hannah george hello and writer comedian taylor glenn hello this is where brandy meets bludgeoning mimosa meets misdemeanor and port meets prostitution it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime coming up on drunk women solving crime you know what they say marry in haste in alcatraz
0: <laughs> We all need a serial killer name yeah, just in case. You have to have one lined up. Maybe not, did she give her a gun? Because that's how you show love in Texas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, where's the teeth in the bag? That's what we always say on this show. <laughs> Now it's time for drunk women solving crime.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Drunk Women Solving Crime. Yay. <laughs> we are joined this week by the fantastic, acclaimed novelist Jane Fallon. Hooray. Yay! Hi. Hello. We have one question: Can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Well, n-
3: not really. I mean, like any every other woman in the world, I've been flashed at a million times, <gasps> yes. but um. Sure. I have been with three people when they've been victims of crimes and I haven't noticed oh my god (laughs) I have terrible terrible hours of observation so three very similar things when I was sitting opposite (laughs) someone in a bar they had something stolen and one was a jacket two were handbags off the back of their chair gosh I must have been looking straight at the person that took them I was completely yeah so I'm not I'm not very good at solving <laughs> crime I'm just warning you that now and all, the other reason I would be terrible at solving crime is because I'm also incredibly face blind so actually even oh. if I'd have seen these people they could have then walked up to me later holding the stolen handbag and I probably wouldn't recognize Wow them. you can't ID them? No couldn't ID anyone I mean if it was a member of my family in the lineup I'd struggle. <they're>
2: Well, see so that that may that makes it me feel like you're probably someone that just like really lives in the moment.
3: Yeah, I wish that was
1: true, like a dog. Be yeah. positively reframing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> People think I'm standoffish. They they often tell me when they get to know me, and it's because they pass me in the street and I don't say hello because I don't know that oh, I know. Oh, yes, yes. And sometimes I go the other way, and someone smiles at me, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> and they're kind of what. 'Cause they were just smiling <laughs> to be polite and I'm acting like they must be my best friend because uh, uh, they said to me and I'm traumatised that I don't recognise their face Oh no,
2: <laughs> it's a hard line to tread if you know it's like, it could be someone you know and you're like, okay it might be a stranger, it might be someone I know.
3: Yeah, I know my My way of dealing with these days is just to smile inanely at everyone just so I'm now the sort of happy slightly simple woman that walks around Hampstead just smiling at Yeah, everyone. and then you're like, it's covered, no one's offended Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they might think I'm insane or slightly scary but at least I'm not being rude.
0: Wow I wonder if you have a nickname that you don't know about, like the friendly <laughs> woman of the heath that everyone talks about. The Smiler. Here comes the Smiler. Sorry,
3: smiler. That would be my serial killer name, the Smiling Assassin. <laughs> oh,
0: that's that's quite, that's quite good. good, though. I like
3: we that. We all need one of those. Yeah. We all need a serial killer name. Just in case. You have to have one lined up, I think, just in case. Just
0: in case. Just in your best Just in pocket. case
2: we kill upwards of three people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, not just the one, but, like, I'm really going to go for it. I was just going to say it must be better to know that you're a bad witness like i don't know if your friends saw it that way like they were pissed off that you didn't notice anything but it's better to know that you're a bad witness than think you're a good one because yeah. i know people that think they have this amazing like i've got a photographic memory and i'm like you don't fucking like you have a horrible memory and yeah. no one will hear it so I think yeah you're in a better position
3: i grew up above a shop. My family's shop and uh, something got stolen. We had one of those like newspaper stands at the front and it got stolen one night and my brother decided that he was this amazing witness because his bedroom was at the front. And he <laughs> gave the police this long description, but thinking back, it was the maddest. The man had like a huge nose, long curly hair, like practically a hump on his back. It, he was clearly just picking it up. Oh, how old was kn- your brother? he was probably 12
0: okay oh. yeah. and he was so
3: pleased with himself <laughs> but there was no way it was true oh
0: no it was just like a Roald doll character yeah. <laughs> it's like so I love the idea you saw that exact
1: man walking down the street though like exactly. a few days yeah. later and be like oh we really laid into him <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was right <laughs> yeah we put him in a special school for liars my god <laughs> Such. oh man I worry that my serial killer name would be like the clumsy killer and like Every single time it would be accidental, and I just <laughs> <laughs> fall over. and I mean, it would be adorable, the Miranda of serial killers. But um, yeah, you want a cool one, don't you? The Smiler, that's great.
0: Yeah, that's quite, Hannah. Stop running around with
2: knives; it never works out. So, did anything come of these crimes? Was anyone like, were you called upon to do anything, or were they did the police get called, and they were just like, "Oh shit!" Like,
3: that's yeah, the police were like, "Did you see anything?" And I was just, "No, No. <laughs> Uh, nothing. Looking straight at where uh, it happened. Uh, so it's two feet away at the most, nothing. Oh oh okay. After the first time I remember thinking oh, I need to be much more, I can't let right. this happen. again. Yeah, it's terrible. Probably a couple of months later that it happened again. <laughs> it's like, damn, I wasn't vigilant enough.
2: <laughs> oh man, we, we always have to ask people, what would you say if you had the perp now?
3: What would I say? Well, see, these were quite small time crimes. Right. You know, stealing up and bad. It's not... You're not killing anyone. No. I just say maybe next time, can you make yourself look a bit more distinctive? Maybe like a big curly <laughs> moustache or something. So oh, I'm I might, you might catch my eye. <laughs> Loud clothes.
2: Give me a like chance. That. Come on. Yeah, Let me practice. practice.
1: <laughs> or one of
0: those t-shirts that says like, I'm with stupid. That's great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm burgling this person with a Yeah. I'm, I'm just good. picturing you at like a Darren Brown show. Where, like, he's distracting you, but there's a gorilla in the corner. But then when they reveal the gorilla, you'd be like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that you're like, Nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> <That> <laughs> just because I want to piss off ja- Darren Brown. That was the point yeah. of the story.
2: Underwhelmed. <laughs> now it's
1: time
0: for drunk women solving crime.
2: Now, I want to talk to you guys today about one of my favorite crime power couples. You know, Posh and Becks are great and all, but just not enough guns. let's get um) We need some Bonnie and Clyde That's
0: a real dig on David. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I know it's locked down, but I think he's still lifting, Katie. Yeah, he still works out.
2: You're right. According to my calendar,
1: my 2020 David Beckham calendar, (laughs) he still looks good.
2: I was
0: unkind. I take it back. I love Um, the idea of a 2020 when, like, he's just with his kids having soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Making banana
0: bread. The 2020 calendar of any fucking buddy would be amazing, just like <laughs> their lockdown selves.
2: <laughs>
0: also, I should tell you, I partly
2: chose this case because um, the guy in this crime couple has probably one of my favourite crime nicknames. <laughs> would you like to guess the the crime nickname? Um, and I'll give you a clue. It incorporates his real name. Oh, do, nice. Do
1: we know his real name? Are you going to give us any more information?
2: Oh, I can I can give you his real name and then you can I mean that would help because otherwise yeah. we're like
0: Bob yeah, the Basher. That's like we'll be here for
2: days. That's fair. That's a very good point. Okay. Bob so, the Basher
0: is my kid's favorite show.
2: So. His real name is George Kelly. How are you gonna crime that
1: up? George the Forge.
2: Ooh. Ooh. That's a really
1: good crime nickname. How about Hannah George Kelly? Because that's just my name. The clumsy knife lady. (laughs) Do you want to add a little bit of gravitas to your name? Yeah. Is it Killer Kelly? Okay. Or is it Machine Gun Kelly? Just because I know there's a guy called Machine Gun Kelly.
2: Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. His name is, his crime name is George Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, yes. Okay. Which, I mean, it's quite on the nose. You know what he gets up to.
1: (laughs) I know that from um, It's So I Married an Ex-Murderer. They talk about Machine Gun Kelly in it, Oh, yeah. I
2: always thought
3: he was like Ned Kelly. No, he's a different... Person. Oh no! Yeah, that's and this isn't piss. Kelly
1: Rowland either. Who, who
2: <coughs> no, so this this is George Machine Gun Kelly, and he is gets married to Catherine Kelly, um, and she doesn't have a nickname, which seems unfair. And actually, she's a better criminal than him. Really,
0: holds the machine gun while you have a piss, Kelly. just her nickname. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I bet she did a lot of stuff.
2: She's, yeah, like, just really nurturing.
0: No. Yeah.
2: You know, like, when a Hollywood couple first get together, and then, like, one's maybe older and a bit more established, and then the other one's, like, younger and kind of seems a bit vulnerable, and you think, oh, no, that poor young thing is going to be, like, forced to become a Scientologist. I'm getting very specific. (laughs) What I'm saying is, Catherine (laughs) is kind of Tom Cruise, and George (laughs) McGregor Kelly is kind of Katie Holmes. And I know that's, like, quite a dated reference, and they broke up, but in lockdown time is meaningless so but she's the one with the power yeah she yeah i would say right. so and you can judge for yourselves when i give you the rest of the information so question what crimes do you think they committed together mm-hmm.
3: well i would say someone shot someone with a machine gun. yes,
2: <laughs> yes. Right.
0: there were bullets flying around yeah. <laughs> Multiple rapidly fired shots Yes Probably I, bank Like it feels yeah. like a bank heist Kind of okay. Hey we're in this era So we're going to take From the yeah. takers
1: Yeah Okay Yeah It does feel like that It feels like they're going to do something That is going to be quite sort of like Quite dangerous and quite violent But people are going to be like It's old machine gun Kelly And, <laughs> that, and that woman Brilliant Yeah <laughs> 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 That's a nickname That woman It's Mrs. Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs)
2: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, you guys are all right. Well, but I'm going to elaborate because you didn't get everything. They did uh, bootlegging, they did Ah. robbing banks and stuff, and they also did a bit of kidnapping. In Wikipedia, their occupation is gangster. (laughs) nice and we are obviously in the prohibition era here it's a, they're operating in like the 1920s to the early 1930s they met actually in the late 1920s um, so I'm going to give you a little bit more information about Catherine first she is born in Mississippi in 1904 her parents get divorced She her mum remarries in 1927 uh, she was born Clio blah 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 she changed her name to Catherine question how many husbands did Catherine have slash get through before she married George Machine gun Kelly? Well, it's definitely more than one. You wouldn't be asking.
3: (laughs) Three and they all died mysteriously. Ooh.
2: I mean, do you guys want to answer?
1: We are pretty much on the money here. I think there was probably Pete Pistol, uh, Tommy (laughs) uh, (laughs) Tokarev. Um, Rodney rifle, um, and then she was like, "I'm I'm going for machine gun, big guns. Yeah. So yeah. she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, big guns going after yay. big guns." So yeah, I'm I'm gonna yeah, actually three because that's all I could think of,
0: is, three different guns. So I'm gonna go I want with June. all of that to be true. I want all of that <laughs> okay. to be true.
2: Detective Fallon, yes, three husbands. He is husband number nice. four. Only the third husband is killed. She gets divorced. So she, the first husband, she marries at the age of 15. She, they have a kid. And then within two years, they're broken up. We never hear about this kid again in any of the sources. I'm not sure what happened to the kid. The second husband, they separated very soon afterwards in Texas. And then she moves back with her mother and stepfather. The third husband was a bootlegger called Charles Thorne. And after a quarrel, Thorne was found dead with a typed suicide note on his body. Question, why was this suspicious?
0: Did it say, I lived in her side? Because <laughs> his name is Thorne. Thorn oh, on her God. side. Jesus a st- Christ. Was trying to fit in <laughs> with the British fucking humor. Excuse me. <laughs> For doing
3: a play on words. (laughs) Was it because it was all written in the third person? That that is, I mean, that's closer. That is a lot closer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a typed suicide note, you know, from that era as well, when like, but these days you can't find a fucking pen in your house, can you? But in those days, like a pen or a pencil would be the main thing you write with. So handwriting and shit is what I'm trying to say.
3: And he didn't have a typewriter.
2: This again, very close. Any other guesses? Was he
0: illiterate? Yes.
3: Oh. (gasps) Um,
2: He was illiterate and his body was found with this type suicide note that he could not possibly have written. Um, Question Was Catherine convicted for murder?
3: No. Correct. I don't think she was. I think if Catherine's still knocking around later on with old machine gun, I don't think she was convicted of anything.
2: You are correct. My source said the judge looked past this and Catherine (laughs) walked away. Whatever that means, I'm guessing it means she's smoking hot. But they actually, unusually for a historical source, they don't comment on how smoking hot she is. But she gets away with murder when there is like... I mean, that must she yeah, must have define,
0: done that <laughs> Alexa define privilege <laughs> <laughs> or oh, she was
3: really really scary
2: yes I mean yeah imagine uh, the judge true. was worried yeah
1: that like she knew where he lived yeah. <laughs> it was gonna get personal <laughs> it could that be that would be great that would be great to be so fucking scary that um, yeah. <laughs> the judges was like no it's, it's fine it's fine
2: but, yeah I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> But no, so she is single and ready to mingle when George Machine Kelly comes along and I'll just give you a little bit more info about him first as well so he was born George Kelly Barnes and he changed his name as well they have so much in common he's actually from a slightly more well to do family he was born in 1895 a source said he was raised in a well-off Memphis household and even attended some college but a sudden marriage led him to drop out of school and then he got involved in bootlegging during the prohibition but this marriage was not to Catherine and again I don't know what happened there I assume they're divorced because by the early 19. 20s, he's travelling around with a girlfriend in tow. So there are gaps in my info. But he then changes his name to George R. Kelly, partly to protect his family because people are after him and partly to evade the people that are after him. And he's doing small-time crimes. He's, like, bootlegging, but, like, not on, not, not a big-time guy. Um, and he finally gets arrested in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in 1928 for smuggling liqueur onto a... Um, Native American reservation Question. I love
0: that you said liqueur yeah. <laughs> I should have said liquor right Like liquor? Yeah <laughs> Liqueur is like like creme de cassis well not even because we found out that's really alcoholic and I didn't oh, yeah. realise that Anyway yeah. just adorable. It was... it was adorable Wilkins I just want you to know Oh
2: man Is he convicted for smuggling this liqueur? Liquor liqueur.
1: Depending on how fancy you're feeling, maybe I reckon in the courtroom he said liqueur, and they're all like, "Oh my, oh my God, that's so cute." Yeah, no, it was the same judge, and he was just like, "Let him off." This dumb guy is adorable. Just peach
0: liqueur. (laughs) I think he probably was. You think he was prosecuted? Charges?
2: Yeah. Hannah thinks he was let off because he was cute and dumb like me. (laughs) (laughs) um,
1: Your words, Kate. My
2: yeah, I've decided I'm cute for some reason. (laughs) Jane, any advance?
3: I think he was convicted and then somehow Catherine waltzes into his life and of...
2: I love I, I love the drama of that. You are half correct. He is convicted, but he is let out early because he's a model citizen um, inmate. So he is single and ready to mingle when Catherine does come along. Um, they sound like a nice couple so far. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Their eyes meet across a crowded speakeasy. It's um, I actually don't know how they meet, but I don't
3: know what's going up <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
2: They get married straight away. You know what they say? Marry in haste, repent in Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm quoting a new phrase, thank you. So she was Catherine Thorne, now they are the Kellys. And as I've said, she is a much more experienced criminal than him. By this point, she's been bootlegging for days. She's got way more connections. She's Tom Cruise. So she buys him a present. Question, what does she buy him? Machine gun. Yes. (gasps) Yes, she does. She buys him the machine gun that gives him his nickname. Ooh, well just
3: as that not something really embarrassing
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly Piles Cream Kelly (laughs) which is a terrible present anyway (laughs) like regardless of of nicknames No and she also um,
2: she makes him do target practice in the countryside he's really not that into it but she's like no, you need to do this she went to great lengths as well to familiarise his name with underground crime circles it pays off Um, they do really well they basically hit the big time um, and they soon rob two banks literally bonnie and clyde style they're like running through the south and word of like his fame spreads so like word of george machine gun kelly spreads all around it's like this big exciting
1: it's a big famous name so Um, i guess she did it deliberately then didn't she she kind of was like i I can't be that notorious as a woman possibly and that's why she's like i need to sort of get this name out there but really she was the yeah yeah she was the
2: the brains behind it she's she's molded him Mm. good girl she's his pr pr kelly (laughs) <laughs> yeah she's like yeah i can't strike it all through.
3: went wrong he'd take all the rap and she'd get away with it
0: all the time.
2: i mean yes that is certainly an There's element that. yeah yeah yeah
0: just detective <laughs> fallon you might not see faces but you do see logic i'd be course. good going through the files yeah
2: <laughs> but obviously it's all gonna go wrong like icarus they're gonna fly too close to the sun and they plan an even bigger crime question what was it is was it just a bank
1: heist was it robbing three banks? <laughs> Within 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like a three peaks challenge. Yeah. The three banks challenge. You do it for charity, you make a bit of money, um, everyone's happy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it like robbing
3: a train or a some big moving target
2: these are all great guesses but it is not that it is kidnapping oh, oh, you talk-
0: oh kidnapping.
2: kidnapping you did say they did I, kidnap- yeah <laughs> no i am um, i i did mention it i won this is just a test to see if anyone uh but no but yes yeah, so in july 1933 they kidnapped a wealthy oklahoma oil tycoon named charles urschel Oh, oh. Wow. And this became their undoing.
0: Um, so it's more of a man. It was a man nap. It was. A, yeah. It I mean, was... it's, it's always called kidnapping, isn't it? I've just realized that <laughs> yeah, they don't um, speci- It's not always children. I had a child in my head. Anyway, oh, yeah, carry on. I know.
2: Yeah.
1: But actually, you've got respect to the people that kidnap like fully grown oil tycoons.
0: Because, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. That's going to be a lot more hassle. Yeah, oh. That takes some doing. Yeah. They're a lot heavier. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> they're covered in oil. <laughs> very slick. Very slippery, yeah. <laughs> how are you going to even transport them? I dropped them four times.
2: <laughs> so, this goes wrong, but it started quite well. So, question how much ransom do you think the Kellys demanded? And you can tell me in modern time money or their time money.
0: 1933? Yeah. $200,000. No, that's too much, isn't it? <laughs> that's a shit ton now, isn't it? $50,000.
3: Any other guesses? No, I think it might be like around 100. I think they probably go for a good round number.
1: Okay. $100. That's
0: a- Oh, no, 100,000.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that they're, they're just like cheapskates. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> You'd be so pissed off as well, wouldn't you? Like the CEO of an oil company and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, God, that's $100. all I'm worth." Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that's what they think I've got.
1: <laughs> I love it. They just do it to fuck with people's self-esteem. <laughs> um, yeah, the extra. I th- think <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe No, I'm gonna go even higher. I'm gonna go like three hundred thousand. Okay, well, Taylor's first
2: guess that she discounted was exactly Damn it. correct.
0: <laughs> oh. Damn it! It
2: was too hundred thousand dollars which is four million I totally today. misread
0: your face I was like I'm so wrong I was like
2: ooh, because I was so excited I was like I was like in my head I was like shall I say yes or shall I let the others guess four million Never. though yeah so the equivalent like... of four million crazy um so they held Urshel at the farm of Catherine's mother and
0: stepfather
2: um and it's actually I mean that's nice isn't it do something all the family can get involved with.
0: But yeah, nice family meal. Yeah, that's good. That's- the hostages can dry the dishes. It's just how it goes. Yeah.
2: Now, did they successfully obtain the $200,000? Who were they asking for it his wife? Um, you know what? Good question. I'm not Sure. There must have been some kind of process, and it was his company, and I think there was a a fair bit of kidnapping around about this time. They weren't the only people trying this, so I think there was a bit of a precedent, but I'm not quite sure exactly what the channels would have been.
0: And the FBI is established by now, so... Or are they? Right? Well, we'll get to that. We literally did a case about this and I can't remember when the FBI was
2: <laughs> Well, they, they
3: evolve around this point. Right. I think if they'd got the money, it would all end too quickly and too cleanly. So I think maybe not
1: okay Ooh, I think yeah wouldn't it be great if they kind of the company or his wife like bartered with them and be like a hundred
3: thousand
2: I'll give you a five
0: I guess. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay. negotiate down <laughs> this is still going to be worth a million dollars in 75 years take it so
2: they did successfully obtain the two hundred thousand dollars wow um and th- it looked like they'd gotten away with it they started spending it they were living it large but they were also on the run so that's quite a crazy situation so question how long do you think they lived it up
3: before they were found and arrested well it depends how much they were living it up we used to go to this pub in king's cross years ago and the landlord was an ex bank robber oh wow a bank robbery and he used to talk about it and we were in there one night and he said uh, never guess what <laughs> All my old uh, the old geezers are in here tonight he's like you wouldn't know it if you looked around, and I looked around the pub, and there were these three blokes in like massive coats with their wives who were in big oh. fur coats, jewels, hair, everything. I was like, "Is it them?" He was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so if um if they were that subtle, then
1: they probably got caught quite quickly. <laughs> I love the idea that they were the people that was the night that all your friends got robbed as well and you still
0: couldn't
1: realize <laughs> <laughs> but that's really interesting that that idea of you know the, just people yeah living it up and particularly in the 20s when you can sort of like you know all of the, the glamour of the 20s um, you'd think yeah I think that she's She's wearing loads of jewellery, maybe. He's got a nice bejeweled uh, machine gun. You perhaps? think
2: they're looking ostentatious? Drunk women
0: solving crime.
4: For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
2: Okay, so how long do you think they got away with their glitzy lifestyle before they got caught? Six months. Okay.
3: I think not even that.
2: Okay. So six months, less than six months, Hannah George. I'd go a year, maybe. Okay. Jane is the closest. um, Two months. Oh, wow. Urshel, this kidnapped oil tycoon, was a bit cleverer than I'm picturing an oil tycoon to be. But I've got all my oil tycoon info from The Simpsons, so... (laughs) I'm not giving him a fair chance. So he was, he was blindfolded, um, but he had a couple of brain waves during his kidnapped time. Do you guys want to guess any of the clever things he did or shall I just tell you? Did
1: he? I mean, it'd be interesting if he had sort of like, it was, it's a bit like with lockdown that you've, you've actually got a little bit more time to think about things and maybe he hadn't had time to think. So his brainwaves were kind of maybe to do with the future of oil and like some business ideas. I imagine it's how to get out of this farm, but, um, but maybe he had a nice idea for, I don't know, maybe he invented
0: fidget spinners. That's where I'm going. Okay. All right. If it's if he's on a farm and he's blindfolded, he's going to be using the power of sound, right? So he's yes. going to be like, I hear four donkeys' brain uh-huh. Uh-huh. and one cow. Like you'd have the time to count the number of yes. animals and that would narrow down you farms. You are absolutely along the,
2: the right lines, yes. That's basically one of the things that he did.
3: Oh, see, I was going to say accents and things. Maybe he thought ah. that sounds like a Texas. That sounds like a woman from Texas to me.
1: Yes, yeah. And a man
3: from wherever George was from.
1: And also, don't they say that cows have regional accents as well? So maybe... i read that somewhere. It may well have been in The Onion or something, but I'm pretty oh sure that is a...
2: Uh, can we please find a case where some cows' accents is what helped solve a crime? <laughs> no. We need to find... We need to find this in our lives. I want the RP cow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, so he listened um he made notes of um sort of evidence of his experience um he remembered as you've said background sounds he counted footsteps and he left fingerprints on every surface that he could touch oh Uh, man um, so this case was investigated by the precursor to the fbi so fun question. Before the FBI was called the FBI, what was it called? The F. Close Close, <laughs> but the opposite of that.
3: The USBI. <laughs>
2: Even closer. It was just called the Bureau of Investigation. Oh, oh okay. So, so the they, they really shook it up by making it the Federal <laughs> Bureau of... They added that F. Big, big change. So the not-yet-feds are closing in, and um, all the information that Urschel was able to give them proved invaluable. Agents concluded that Urschel had been held in Paradise, Texas, and based on the sounds that he'd remembered. So maybe it was Cow's regional accent, actually, while he was being held hostage. And then they like basically they've got this whole I won't go into the details but they uh, they got this information on where where they're in residence and they're closing in they do this that's amazing
0: yeah it's good that's really cool just because I know that if I were blindfolded I'd be so shit scared like I would get nothing done (laughs) I don't know what would be going through my head but none of it would be useful
3: But also you'd be counting footsteps but you wouldn't know what there were footsteps between so you'd just be going there were ten footsteps but
2: but you're still (laughs) in the middle of limbo so (laughs)
1: yeah like what does it mark Um, my fear is red does that help (laughs) (laughs) also maybe he could have done like the other sense as well like smell could he have like smelt the kind of the different animals or the the, the someone's cologne
0: somebody's (laughs) been to texas (laughs)
2: So, yeah, he's got all this information. They've got, you know, there's informants, they're tracking them. They do this big raid. They're staying with friends, and there's this big raid on the house that they're in. And the raid is successful. And the Kellys and her mum and her stepfather are taken into custody by BI agents and Memphis police. <laughs> Ooh, question Who does Catherine love best, her mum or George?
0: Ooh, because I was going to ask, does her mum and. Inst- stepfather do they know that they're holding them hostage oh, or yeah, was that a they're, secret they're totally in totally it okay, innocent okay. Innocent, yeah yeah her mom she oh, loves her mom not. best yeah Maybe not, did she give her a gun? Because that's how you show love in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I think the stepdad. She
1: liked the stepdad best? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> well, I would say, I would also maybe say mum, just because she's had so many husbands up to this point, yeah. but she's only had one mum. Yeah. I think that says something.
2: Okay, you guys are right. She loved her mum the best because while they were on the run, she tried to broker a deal with an agent for a lenient sentence for herself and her mum in exchange for turning in George. Um, but the deal never went through because they got caught before it got finalised. Like, their ranch is the kidnap site, so they're, all, they're in deep as well. So, question, does everybody get convicted?
1: Well, I suppose if you heard four pairs of footprints then, <laughs> or footsteps, then that means all four of them were involved in some yeah. way. Someone, I think the mother gets off somehow. Okay,
2: interesting. Okay, so basically everyone gets convicted, but they don't all get the same sentence.
0: Okay. okay. Well, I feel like she's going to throw George under the bus a little bit in her testimony too, so who knows how yeah. she twists it. Like, he had us under a spell. Like, all the court cases yeah. from this year are like, he... he Hypnotized us and we didn't know what was going on. We just thought it was a farmer. Like, I feel like he'll go down hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Compared to the family. Yeah. Also, like you say, um, Mary and Haste go to
1: Alcatraz <laughs> in Long or whatever <laughs> it was. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, least. it's not a great saying, Katie. I haven't remembered it. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, he ends up in Alcatraz, I am oh. assuming. And mm-hmm. also in So I Married an Ex Murderer, where I get all my history from. Uh, <laughs> it was a tour of Alcatraz um, that he was mentioned so I imagine his yeah that feels like serious shit
2: that's right Mm -hmm. George Kelly and Catherine Thorne
1: Catherine Kelly were
2: convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment Aura the mum also gets life the The mum gets life? yes but wait let me finish Um, that Shannon the stepdad gets 25 years
0: but they do not all serve their sentences. So three of them. They are very pro-life in Texas. I am throwing Texas under the bus. I love Texas. (laughs) I mean, by that, I mean Austin. I love Austin. San Antonio is kind of cool too. There's patches. I'm done everyone's okay.
2: got ups and downs
0: um, everyone got out early except George Machine
2: Gun Kelly he's got this reputation with the guns and also for some reason uh, he was bragging they sent him originally to Leavenworth prison um, he bragged that it couldn't hold him and everyone was terrified of him and so alarmed officials immediately shipped him to Alcatraz and he arrived not long after Al Capone and
0: then he's in was Alcatraz named after Al Capone <laughs>
2: I'm gonna
3: say
0: no. <laughs> okay. It'd be great if that prison's first name was just Al That'd be so lovely. Uh, Aww. Mr. Catraz, a- we're gonna do a-, a refurbishment. I hope you don't mind, we- Mr. Catraz. You guys shape us.
2: But he is then a nut. He's a model inmate again. He is working in the office. He serves as an altar boy, according to one of my sources. And he gets this like quite mean nickname in there. They call him Popgun Kelly, which apparently is. Very, it's a big diss, um, and they they <laughs> said it was because he was telling like these big. Things big fish stories which again I'm assuming is yeah. a diss he,
0: like no one took him seriously well a pop uh, so a pop gun is just like a little oh, rubber yes, of thing course. that shoots, it's for kids Yes. Okay. so they're downgrading his gun which yes. is like cool. okay that's
2: huge yeah they're turning his nickname on his head <laughs> I um, love how like bitchy these like, Alcatraz
1: guys are I love it yeah I love it <laughs> it's <Right. That's> true <laughs> Alka,
0: my little pony yeah <laughs> <Or> yeah something <laughs> high school really uh, gets you prepped so yeah, right. <laughs> we're all ready for prison, straight. Yeah.
2: High oh, I can think of really mean nicknames. I'm going to be fine. Yeah, we call um, you Cutie Wilkins.
0: Like we're not going to do yeah. well in prison. Actually,
2: that's true. We're all fucked, guys.
0: <laughs> that's your serial killer name, Cutie Wilkins.
2: Actually, that could be mine. That's Madison. quite scary. Yeah. yeah,
1: it is, isn't it? Also, gives you away immediately. If that was the name the media gave you, it's like no one knows who she is, and there's little Kate Wilkins <laughs> running around like no one knows.
2: <laughs> Just being adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's now this. I've decided that's that's going to be one of
3: my qualities. How I describe myself now. I like how you can just decide you're adorable while I'm adorable.
0: (laughs)
1: You, no one gets to decide their own adorability no they do because it, weirdly, ironically it's adorable what you're doing now is adorable so it works
2: so yeah he's like they mock him because he's exaggerated all his stuff and they can see that he's actually a really like a good boy inside prison uh, and he's a model prisoner and he doesn't act like a brutal gangster and they like realise that his wife and the FBI have made him out to be like this big right. thing but he just
0: isn't um, but it was just a side character character on Dawson's Creek yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I think that's Katie correct.
0: Holmes reference <gasps> bringing us home um, Bringin us so
2: he does 17 <laughs> years in Alcatraz and then they transfer him back out again and he spends four years in Leavenworth where he said he couldn't bust out from at the beginning and then he dies um where's Leavenworth is that like a well-known prison yeah is it's that like Leven- San Francisco Leavenworth Leavenworth. Oh, yeah, I probably am pronouncing it wrong actually. I think it it, it might be Leavenworth actually. He's Um. having
1: liqueurs in Leavenworth. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Parallel life. I am the worst. (laughs) I am the worst at this. Um, No, I love it. I love it. I feel stupid that I don't know a well known prison. Leavenworth. have I heard Leavenworth? anyway it doesn't matter sounds like a bread it sounds a- like a
1: bread <laughs> named after a guy a guy called Lee Vevenworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: he dies of a heart attack in prison in 1954 mm. on his oh, own George. 59th birthday Oh, uh, George. Meanwhile, the stepdad gets released after just serving 11 years of his sentence and he returns to the ranch and he dies 12 years later, but he is still alive when this machine gun Kelly guy dies and then no one claims the body, George Kelly's own family don't claim the body, so the stepdad um, takes him and buries him in the family plot. And then Catherine and her mum serve 25 years at this woman's correctional establishment in Virginia and they get released in 1958. And then they just go off and live in Oklahoma City. They change their names again. One of them gets... Without the stepdad. uh, Yeah, without the stepdad. And I don't know if that's because he's died because so wait oh maybe yes. Because he was in prison for eleven years and he lived for another twelve. So that's twenty. Died like two Three. years before they so, got so Yeah out. so he's died two years before yeah yeah yeah. So yeah they've missed each other. And then And
0: are they together
2: yeah. like they're like living together? They probably and... are, the mum and daughter. Well, and daughter then duo. it's okay. almost sweet this bit. They live together, one of them's a bookkeeper Um, and one of them works in a nursing home and then Aura the mum dies in 1980 aged 92 wow and then Catherine aged 81 dies in um, 1985 so she only lives five years longer than her mum and then they both get buried in Oklahoma
3: City hold on her mum was well her mum 90 in 1980 and she was 80 in 1985 yeah (laughs) I
2: was trying to do that yeah hang on I should have I should
3: have done this maths before I started drinking (laughs) or Um, maybe started off with that fact about them in the beginning so she she was born when her mum was five no wait hang on if the mum is 92 in
2: 1980 yeah oh she she could have been 15 i guess does that make sense yeah we'll see because she's 15 when she has her kid so yeah um, that's the mum and then so she so she's god this is like
0: it's impossible (laughs) (laughs) let's just gloss over this (laughs) They're definitely old ladies together. Yeah, and they're obviously—they're both living their best golden girls. Whoops, we murdered, but here we are. Yeah, the mum. I think the mum was
2: sixteen. The mum must have been sixteen when she had her. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. I still have no idea what happened
0: to her kid, though. But anyway, that's the end of that. But I have a few fun. Hopefully, they'll write into us. (laughs) Yes, my serial killer name is the Forgotten One. (laughs) Yeah. We've got to just there's a few fun facts in this
2: um, case mm-hmm. so the kidnapping of Urschel and the two trials that resulted were historic in several ways they were the first federal crime criminal trials in the United States in which cameras were allowed mm. <gasps> oh. um, it was the first kidnapping trial after the passage of the limber law which I the assume trolls. is about the limber baby
1: yeah the limber baby yeah mm. yep that's, that's yeah, what I yeah just said. just just, just testing everyone on that, on that just, bit of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Glad <laughs> you got it. That would have been embarrassing had you never heard of that at
0: all. <laughs> um, Linden, it's L- Wait, Yes, I did. I think I did say oh, Lindberg. it. Oh, No, it says Lindbergh. Lindbergh. I haven't. I've never said that out loud. Isn't it weird when you like find a word that you've read so much, but you've never said it? I've never said that out loud. L-I-N-D-B-E-R-G-H. Lindbergh. Yeah.
2: But that's when um, kidnapping became a federal crime. And yes. it was the first major case solved by the FBI because they became the FBI then. And wow. it was also, this isn't so random. It was the first prosecution in which the defendants were transported
1: by airplane. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. enough. Why not? Where did they they go? I guess to to Alcatraz. Yeah, I don't know. I think from state to state
2: because they got moved around a bit. It was quite a big... I've glossed over a lot of the drama of the trial. I was just trying (laughs) to... Well,
0: because they'd have to... So there's charges in Texas, so they're getting... And they were the all the trials out, in they, Texas, right? Yeah, they were all over the south, and then they. So they're having a sweet flight from yeah the west coast yeah. of Texas. I and mean, then of nice. course, like he didn't
1: actually go straight to Alcatraz. I love that he went to that other prison first, and it's just like I oh, get out of this. I know. And, and then, then like, went back oh. there and
3: didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he did. He got taken oh, yeah. in a body bag, I guess,
0: but <laughs> yeah, like that just and before man... he dies. <laughs> but also, I love the idea of bragging, like. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here when my sentence is up.
1: <laughs> I do love that in the outside he's machine gun Kelly, and in the inside he's like Millhouse, or yeah. like you know he's just this, too like this goody two shoes. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know if it's how you've told the story, but I have this weird affinity for George. <laughs> um, maybe because you made him Katie Holmes. Like from the beginning, I was like, oh Katie, I just feel like he got bullied into. Crime because he loved this woman and then he's like, all I can do in prison is brag. I gotta make myself the big man. I just yeah, he's very Millhouse. Yeah, it feels it feels sad. Because at no point
1: does he use the machine gun, right? I mean, maybe he had it in the bank robbery, but he doesn't use it in the kidnap, by from what I could tell. He
2: doesn't get charged with murder as far as I found in my
1: research. No. So, so he should be called like, footsteps, Kelly, because that's basically all he <laughs> bought. To, but that's not as cool, is it? That's pretty boring.
2: We solved it, cheers! Hey, cheers, everybody! Yes, we it. did. Oh, cheers! Drunk women solving
1: crime.
2: We do have time to talk about a listener crime. Mm. um which was sent into us from a guy we haven't had a guy for ages but men do listen to the podcast so this guy uses a bike to get around london and had recently had an accident which fucked up their shoulder and they lost teeth and Ooh. someone stole the bike from the, from scene, the scene of the crime of the, this oh. accident crime so like just or like terrible guy terrible day for this guy they've not they they're keeping anonymous um, but then they say there was good news on the bike front i found my stolen one on ebay I reported it, but the police couldn't do anything, so I had to pretend to buy it, go and collect it from the guy who stole it and ask for a test drive and then steal it back. (laughs) I left him my bag as collateral, but it just had a brick in it with a note attached and the note on this brick says, go back to crime school. (laughs) Which is such an amazing diss and I would say this sounds made up, but this person has sent us a photo of the backpack with this brick with a with a note uh, like on the brick saying go back to crime school. Like, that's, that's so awesome. cool. I don't know if we're allowed to share it if they're being anonymous. So he and like also he says that he met them in the car park of an of an ASDA. So there's CCTV footage. Um, and he's got his name, mobile number, address, WhatsApp photo. But I don't know oh, if... But I'm not being three. funny. Don't
3: I mean, they don't just make one of every bike. do A lot of bikes look alike. I,
2: yeah, do you know what? I am worried as well that this is just someone trying to sell a bike. And like <laughs> Some they've been, poor bloke. Like, been really fucked over and they're completely innocent as well.
0: Like and now they're really... going to have
3: to do it to him. They're going to have to wait till he sells it. And then they're going to have to sneakily buy it. Yes. Leave
0: him alone. And it just goes on and on. They think that the note in the backpack was to himself, like go back to crime school. <laughs> but you can finish, you can do it this time. <laughs> oh, but wow. he's done the thing that I've I've had Two and a half bikes stolen okay. in London. So two full bikes and then some parts. And then I learned
1: Oh, I thought you meant lesson. like a
0: child's bike. I was like, that's like your little family, like everyone's- No, everyone's just stolen. like, oh, ah. the wheels are gone. That's yeah. kind of a problem. Um, And I tried to do, I wanted to be this guy. I was like, I'm going to be the vigilante. And, like, I went to Brick Lane where they sell the (laughs) stolen bikes. But there was not, my bike was, like, a very distinct color, the one I was looking for. And I just walked along. And I just did this, like, intense eye contact with the guy. I'm like, yeah, it's (laughs) not here, but it could be. (laughs) It was so lame. And then I got a bagel and I went home. It's a nice day out. So I like that this guy achieved this, this guy did a lot of people's dream
2: like yeah this is very like wish fulfilling like he must have had so much closure
1: that's, that's so cool it. as well and like I like the idea that he went to like a hardware store for the brick because no one just has a brick hanging around Didn't there is he? a lot of planning oh of, that's
0: true I'm or gonna be did fucking he steal awesome. the brick
2: from like a building site or something or he just like got a hammer to his own front wall and just, was like, I just need a brick <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he Maybe just thought, see. so the guy won't look in the bag just to see that there's something valuable in here that's worth me holding on to. Yeah. He's that he just hand in the bag with a brick and the guy would go, fine. Oh, such yeah, a risk, isn't it? That's true as well. Like, that could have not gone to plan.
1: You'd never do this as a woman. Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, like, I'm sure I it might have told pop- this story before at the very, very beginning of the podcast, but I um, I had my bike stolen on the Isle of Wight where I, where I sort of... <laughs> come from and um well there's just the one bike hannah
2: (laughs) it was your turn was over hannah
1: yeah (laughs) it used to i was very much the village bike (laughs) no i wasn't but um (laughs) yeah so my bike was stolen and then um and to be fair I had not noticed because I did not go cycling much. But um, <laughs> I saw this guy like riding my bike, and it was a very specific oh, bike, yeah. and I knew it was mine because on the seat um, it had grown mould. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this is my <laughs> this is my horrible dingy bike, and I confronted him. Like, I, it was in the middle of town in Ventnor. Um, and I always think like he'd stolen it maybe a couple of weeks before and he was still cycling around the tiny little town that we obviously both lived in. But he was like in his forties and he was about six foot something and I just said, Where'd you get that bike? Um and he was like, <laughs> I bought it at a boot sale and I was like, It's my bike. And my voice was like shaking. And he was just like, Oh, I'll have it back and so I just took it. And that's how I really knew it was my bike, because he was so quick to go oh, wow. like
2: Yes. And then yes. I like
1: rode it home and I felt like there's a bit at the end of do you ever see Goodnight mr tom the john thor adaptation oh i haven't <laughs> there's just a bit where the kid at the end um sure he's letting go of the grief of one of his friends dying in the war but he was cycling down a hill and he was like whoa and that was me
0: <laughs> it's a very niche reference but
1: but
2: the people that got it are gonna
1: love
0: it <laughs> yeah you know i'm a fan of niche references it's <laughs> very good Oh, my God. But still, that's – at least you're in public. It's, like, would you ever go to a, a man's like house? Like
2: a as the car park. From
0: eBay. No. Yeah,
3: yeah. I wouldn't even go to the car park. I'm such a coward. I'm just such a baby. I'd be like, hey, have, a, have the bike, have the bike. I'll wow. find the insurance people. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I could see them walking away with it, and I'd be like, bye. Right. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> have a nice time. <laughs>
0: it's, such a, it's such a, like, brutal – london story too like he's literally lost his teeth and uh, it's just so like you're yeah. never more vulnerable what like i think oh, he we'll put a tooth
3: that? in the bag a blood-covered oh. tooth in the bag that oh, gross. Yes. On would be have been great
0: would be amazing yeah oh the smiler has some better <laughs> ideas i like it yeah <laughs> yes
2: okay now that is more dramatic this is great too, but like, where's the bloody teeth? Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, where's the teeth in the bag? That's what we always say on this show. Like, if you're going to avenge something, pop a few teeth in a bag.
3: Well, and if your teeth have been knocked out, do something useful with them. I mean, you yes. don't want to just put them in the bin, do you? You want to, like, make points with those teeth. Yes,
0: two. definitely. Exactly, exactly. Or maybe We're a rather. We're here to give advice. So. <laughs> Go back to crime school. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, we don't even need to solve that because that bow tied itself. (laughs) Um, So we have just enough time to ask the fantastic Jane Fallon, what are you up
3: to? Uh, Well, I've got a new book coming out in three, three weeks, I think on July the 9th. Yeah, which is very exciting. It was uh, originally coming out at the beginning of lockdown and then everything went crazy and all the books were stuck in the warehouse and couldn't get out. Wow. yeah, so it's coming out with every, almost every other book in the universe on oh, July the 9th. They were all, um, <laughs> it's called Queen Bee. Queen Bee. Queen Bee, yeah, and it's a, it's a novel, obviously. And uh, it basically it's about a woman who, um, she's going through a kind of messy divorce and she needs somewhere to live very quickly, so she rents a tiny little studio in a a very, very, very posh house in a very, very, very posh close of houses in North London. And she comes up against the kind of queen, self-pointed queen bee of the close. Ooh! Yeah. Oh,
2: that oh, sounds oh. awesome! Yeah. Oh, thank you. That sounds really, so July 9th?
3: July the 9th, yeah, and, and I've just started writing my next one, so I'm kind of doing that.
2: Cool! Sporadically. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that just sounds right on my street as well
3: I feel like I've met a lot of those people around here yeah. that live in that close
2: this, there are is this your vengeance like you're not going to chase them to a nasty car park but you can satirise yes, them in a book Exactly. yeah
3: next time they get in my way in Hampstead High Street I'm going to write that down make a note of what they were wearing the writer's revenge, <laughs>
0: it's the, best revenge there is. the smiler has a notebook run yeah <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: thank you so much Jane Fallon this has been so much fun and thank you for listening and if you liked it leave us a review and tell us your crimes bye yeah, bye thank bye. you bye Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman music by The Lion and the Wolf if you would like to you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter on Facebook and Insta we are Drunk Women Solving Crime and please review us on Apple Podcast and also if you have a crime that you would like us to solve write it on a review on Apple podcast as well thank you to Akes and thank you for listening
0: bye
2: hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week